I'm Megan Mitchell. This is my co-host, John Morrison, and you, yeah, you, <laughs> are listening to the True North Race Podcast. <laughs> Ain't no hesitation. Got me going crazy. Keep it moving. I'm tuned in to True North Racing Podcast that you need if you got the need for speed. John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry. Hey, short track, stop car racing. Gotta get it hype. Saturday night under the lights. Hear the engine rooming by. Smell the gas and feel the vibe. Going into overdrive. Drop the flag, then the car zooming by. Hey, True North Racing. Let's go. This week of the True North Racing Podcast is brought to you by Vision 20 Studios. Welcome everyone back to a new week of the True North Racing Podcast. I'm your host, John Morrison. Joining me as always is Megan Mitchell. Megan, how are you? Not bad. How are you, John? I'm I'm doing I'm sore today. I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh stayed out late again last night. Mm-hmm. Uh but had a great time. Uh so you know we we've been talking about i've been we've been trying to get you guys to come out to activate with us right yeah. over over in burlington well <laughs> last night uh so because of the snowstorm we had uh your your stuff got canceled with jacqueline um to go bridesmaid dressing shopping mm-hmm. so we were gonna go with some uh from our friends from taylor to you to go to activate over in burlington uh as we left found out uh they were booked till 11 35 mm. um it was five o'clock oh my god so we drove down we still drove to burlington and was like okay let's see what's let's see if we can get in all right let's just see if we can even have a chance to get in mm-hmm. so we asked them they said no I'm like all right no worries like it's not a big deal so i'd look at them and like hey we can either go to dave and buster's Oh, we're in Oakville, or uh, or we go to Niagara Falls because we're almost already halfway there. Fair enough. Well, it's up to you, John. You're the one who's driving. <laughs> Screw it. Let's go to the falls. Yeah, really. So we went to the falls. By the time we left, uh, by the, by the time yeah, by the time we were starting to leave, it was like eleven quarter after eleven, eleven thirty. I want to say, and we took the back way home, which is us. For me, the back way going home is literally going down into Niagara on the lake and then shooting back out towards the 40 or back out towards the QEW um, mm-hmm. by the uh, outlet malls in St. Oh, Catharines okay. there. So, or Niagara on the lake. Um, so by the time we got home, it was about one twenty in the morning. Oh, God. Yeah. For me so I, I, that was a lot of fun um what i i always do this but megan what did you get up to this weekend <clears throat> honestly nothing <laughs> i had friday off and i still didn't do anything how come you had friday oh because of the snow or what was the deal with friday <laughs> no i have a lot of overtime that i needed to use before march ends and friday was the only day that i could have used it so i'm like i'll take it and it was a bonus because I don't like driving in the snow. So. So with that snowstorm hitting, what time did it start hitting you guys? Mm, I want to say like six-ish. Yeah. It started like lately. And then it just kind of progressively. Oh, no. Got worse. 
<laughs> we didn't get hit oh, up man. here. We didn't get hit up here till about seven, eight o'clock. Lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, six, six-ish, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, how much snow did you guys get there? We got a lot. Yeah, like like a whole foot. Even... Probably. <laughs> like it's weird when we lived in Cuba, we really never got a lot of snow, and still, like you drive through Cuba, and there's not as much snow as there is in Ancaster. Like it's just it's weird, and I I don't like it because I don't like snow. <laughs> I'm over it. See, I no matter what time of year, I always love snow. Mm-hmm. Uh. It was crazy though because so we essentially called it a night early. Jack and myself, we went to the gym after work, got a workout in before the snow hit, and then uh did a pass with the snow at like seven o'clock ish, I wanna say. Mm-hmm. Jack and myself, we finished uh we've been watching a show called uh was it Perfect Match? I'm gonna say this. Y'all did everyone dirty. <laughs> that was a oh, that irked my gears. That grinded my <laughs> gears. That show. Um, if you've watched it, you know why. Jacqueline tried to get me riled up to start with saying because one of my <laughs> favorite characters from Netflix, any Netflix show, um, one of these stupid reality shows they do have, mm-hmm. his name is uh Joey Sasso, w- coolest guy I've ever seen on TV absolutely humbled loves everything like but jack like right off the bat was like oh my god he's this he's that i'm like no my boy joey <laughs> cannot be like that <laughs> oh my god uh so yeah pretty just pr- pretty much to say like there was two guys on there that one guy joey he was he was good i loved him in in the circle um him and shuby were fantastic and then my boy shane from love is blind mm-hmm. he, he i got so much to say but i feel like i'm gonna get <laughs> not not canceled for it but he he did stuff wrong i i, I can see it but like not his his fiance did like did him real dirty oh good oh yeah um so i had a soft spot for shane because he was doing everything he possibly could do right no matter mm-hmm. what he did right, she he still did wrong in her eyes. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of stuff there. Um, but they were both on the show and I was excited. Mm-hmm. And when Shane ended up having to leave, um, because he didn't have a match at the end of the night, that hurt me a little bit. It actually hurt me. <laughs> Dead ass it did. <laughs> uh oh my god, it's such a good show. Uh I highly recommend it if anyone uh like so stupid Netflix reality shows. I call I still call them stupid. I love them to death, but they're so stupid. And some Jacqueline knows it. But mm-hmm. I love them. I said yeah. some of them really are, but like I still love them. A- exactly. So let's get off this our opening just rant. <laughs> uh let's get into the pace lap here. So we're we got a couple we got a couple little updates. It's not very anything major. Uh the Canadian so next weekend we will not be recording. First of all, next weekend we will not be recording. There will be no episode next week. So we will have two weeks of Alex Stewart's episode <laughs> for you guys to enjoy and listen. Uh, because next week we will be Motorama. I do not uh, tons of racers go there. It 
we are going to be shooting content there, which is going to be great, but we will not be recording a podcast for uh, airing next week. Just so everyone is aware next week though, is Motorama. I'm excited. It's back on this proper weekend. Uh, the Canadian vintage modifies will be there. We will have two cars. We will have the 43 of Jay Pepin. He was our best appearing car in 2022. And we will also have our 2022 champion, TJ Marshall uh, will have his car on display all weekend as long as uh, alongside our Canadian Vision Modified tent. I'm excited uh, to be a part of that group again in 2023. Um, Sobble Speedway's back. We have three cars. I should have made notes on this one and I feel bad because I and I put I think oh did I put it out? Oh no. I don't remember seeing anything. I don't think I did. Oh no. There's the monster trucks. I didn't. Oh mm-hmm. no, I gotta get that up Monday. Uh now I gotta go find John. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I need to do that. <laughs> Thanks, John. Um we will have the 17 of Jennifer Hatch, her combined four, uh, under the tent. Uh, we'll also have Patrick Farrow and the 81 of Mike Campbell in the racers corral for the track. Uh, for the weekend from Sobble Speedway. Uh, jo- so we're gonna we're gonna go in here. Motorama. I will be there Saturday and Sunday, walking around, creating content, filming content for Joe Media for Sobble for, um, for the Canadian Modifieds. If you are a racer, you see me, stop me. I will have my GoPros on. I will maybe. Oh, that would be dangerous. <laughs> That would be dangerous if I just had a headband and just walked around. That would be interesting. <laughs> I'll think about that because I don't want to be walking around with a camera in my hand all day, but if I have it on my head. Fair enough. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I will be there Saturday and Sunday, like I said, creating content for the CVMs, for Sobble, for Joma Media. Because we, we here's the cool part. Here's the cool. Here's the freaking cool part, you guys. <laughs> This year at Motorama, uh, three drivers we are working with in 2023 will be at the show. We will have Jay Pepin is returning as a Joe Media driver. Michael Kenny is a returning Joe Media driver, and he's in part of the Flamborough Speedway booth, as well as our newest Joe Media driver, Mike Thompson. He will also have his Ford Mustang in the uh, part of the Flamborough Speedway booth at Motorama this year. So that is so cool that uh, when I get there Saturday morning, I have to go see Kenny and I got to go see Thompson to go give them their stickers for the cars. But yeah, I'm ex- I just picked them up today. They're freaking amazing. Love them. Uh, I'm so excited because race- that means racing <laughs> right around the corner. Uh, but we got talking to uh, last night. I'm going to, you know, we're, we're going to get Alex in here in a second because we got to get to him. But we're going to talk afterwards. Um, I had a Taylor and myself. We talked a lot last night. We, as much as it was friend, friends and friends hanging out. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of business talk between us. Oh yeah. So we got some cool things we've drummed up and we are, we, I want to put it together and send it down the pipeline to make it a fruition, especially at the end of the year. 
So we're going to see what we can do, uh, see what happens. Um, Jomo Media Apparel, as you can see over my left shoulder. I'm sorry, Rachel. <laughs> we had to steal your shirt for this week's episode. <laughs> uh, this is a copy of our 2023 Jomo Media Driver T-shirt. It has listed all our drivers on the back, which I think it looks pretty darn cool. Mm -hmm. Then on the front side, we got the logo. We will have them at Motorama in black only. This is a heads up for everyone. We'll have them in black only. I don't know what sizes we'll have. Um, that I'm going to have to talk to Taylor about, but she will be. But we have a friend of ours, Taylor to you. She will have a booth at Motorama. She will be in hall four or five, wherever the pinup, uh, wherever the like the rat rod stuff is, mm -hmm. that's where she'll be. So if you are looking for a Jomo Media Tumblr, if you're looking for a Jomo Media t-shirt, or we may drop off a couple stickers. And if you want to purchase a sticker, please feel free to go see Taylor. Uh, but she will be at the show. She will have some Jomo Media merch apparel uh, for sale for you guys to go pick up. So go see her. Uh, if you're looking for anything for your, your race team, I will say this. Contact Taylor to you and contact Graphic Design. Because they both freaking kill it. <laughs> Graphic designed it. Taylor to you put it together. But they both do great things because this our cup is is a tailored to you design, um, and that's a graphic design T shirt. So like it's, I love working with both of them because they're great people. Uh, and and continue we're gonna work for we're gonna move forward and continue working with them. Uh, so those are some of the cool things we got going on. But I'm excited, Megan. Will you be coming to Motorama? <laughs> Potential. Oh my god. Potentially on Sunday. We will see. I'm hoping to. You know what? We last year. It's it's crazy to think that a year ago. Of oh no, almost a year ago. Mm, I was just like, it was in April. It wasn't. It was. It was in April because we had to go. Because mm -hmm. I went to Flamborough Road the night that night. Mm -hmm. Um, it's crazy to sit here and think that a year ago. You joined the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have done. I'm gonna have to go back and count how many episodes you've actually like you've been a part of for this one as our co-host because yeah, that's I, I wouldn't even know. <laughs> it's gotta be something like 30 to 40 range. Mm -hmm. Cause we haven't done one every week. Mm -hmm. We usually take a week off here and there, holidays, stuff like that, because of when we record. And especially when there's a Monday holiday. And I know, and I know, I'm sorry I did that on Family Day weekend. <laughs> but we just had to put something together, our intro and outro for our conversation with Connor. It's weird because we, I was trying to make that like an hour long, and I think we yeah. still were on the air for like two hours. Oh my god! <laughs> I think probably. But that's us though. We we just get on here and we just start talking random things, and you know it, it's. 
You never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. I can create a show sheet all I want. But Megan, how many times do I just go squirrel? You do it a lot. I do that a lot. <laughs> but we both do. I find we both exactly. do that a lot. And there definitely, there's definitely nothing wrong with that. Uh, but this mm-hmm. week on the True North Racing Podcast, we have the driver, the number 16S, pure stock and mini stock for 2023. We have Alex, St- Alex Stewart joining us. Joining us this week on the True North Racing Podcast, we are sitting down with the driver, the number 16S, Alex Stewart. Alex, how are you, man? Pretty good. Yourself? Good. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, finally. I, I was waiting for that already. <laughs> literally, Al- okay, Megan, let, literally, Alex and I were just talking about this earlier today. Mm-hmm. He has asked to come on the show since at least last <laughs> August or last July, August. Oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll get you on. I'll get you on. <laughs> but the problem is, is unless I put you in a list immediately, I will forget. And I cause usually I got to look at, see, see who goes where, what, who we got, whatever, right? I got to figure out where we're putting people. And I just never got back to Alex. <laughs> so welcome to the show, finally. Um, compared, to, compared to Cameron, who's been on here three times. Yeah. Uh, I'm the now forgotten we... one. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, you're the last Stuart we've had on. Yeah. We already <laughs> talked to Eric. We talked to Nicole. And you've we also don't forget about Phil. you. The uh, best for last. You've yeah. Also... That's that. <laughs> yeah. That's the best way we can look at it. We saved the best <laughs> for last. Um, we're excited to have you on. Uh, how's your offseason been going, man? Yeah, it's been on and off and trying to build three cars and fix other ones. So it is it looked pretty busy in that race shop today. Uh yeah. pretty full over there. So lot lots of work to get done before uh April April? End of April there for you guys to start? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because the invitation at Flambro's end of April. Yeah. yeah I think... You think I would remember this stuff? Yeah, come on. I need to remember this stuff. You need to send me a, your schedule so I'm not asking you every week. Hey, we have one more track we still got to schedule in. Because <laughs> we're doing like all of the major events for bonus stocks. And then yeah. I've got some mini stock races. The only track we don't have on the schedule right now is Grand Bend because Grand Bend's scheduled big race is also Flambro's 40 lapper I think so hmm. we've got to plan a weekend of being there on a, I guess a regular night for them hmm. yeah that's going to be tough to ske- kind of schedule that in there eh yeah Um. yeah uh, I've been wanting to get to Grand Bend it looks like a cool track. Oh yeah. Uh it's like a off- very, very small like Daytona shape, basically. <laughs> it is a D shape oval, so I mean I just don't think it has the banking of like Daytona. Oh god no. <laughs> Could you imagine a short quarter mile track with twenty eight degrees banking in the corner? 
Varney's kind of close, I think. I, I think, yeah, Varney would be the closest. They've got the most amount of bank in Ontario. I know that. Yeah, yeah, they do. And they also got the wall that comes with the closest in turn four there. Yeah, Daphne knows that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's this is this is a, to me this is funny because I almost could have recorded the podcast earlier today. Yeah. Because earlier today I was actually at Alex's at at the race shop Alex runs out of um shooting a little promo shot video uh that we were going to put out on to our YouTube channel here in the next coming. You know what? That will be next week. Sh- there we go. That's next Tuesday's th- <laughs> video of the week. There we go. <laughs> so for our Motorama, because we're not recording an episode for Motor after Motorama. Yeah. Because if Megan comes out on the Sunday, I think we did that last year, and it it was a killer for both of us. Mm. I don't know. I don't know about you, Megan, but for <laughs> me, I I was tired. Yeah, it felt like a long time, honestly. We were talking yeah. for two hours. <laughs> we talked. Yeah, we got the mic and we talked for two hours about different things. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Had no clue. Um, so let's talk about getting ready for your 2023 season. You have talked about you are get you got a new car. Yep. And this new car is going to be able to switch between a bone stock and a pure stock. Or stock bone stock and a mini stock. <laughs> it took me three tries to do the intro tonight. I'm thinking I'm a little still a little bit tired from last night. So <laughs> you're building a car that's both a pure stock, bone stock into a in a mini stock. Um yep. first of all, how's what's that conversion like for you gonna look like on race day? So it's gonna be like a complete bone stock car. And then when we change it to a mini stock, we're gonna be changing the suspension, the computer, and the tires for the most part. So what are your goals looking like between running the same car um, but just changing out a few parts? Well, the goal for this year for sure is to keep the car. <laughs> As Megan knows, I haven't had that much luck with cars. It'd be nice to see it. <laughs> like, yeah. Stay in good condition. I mean, that last one still like it still gave everyone a run for their money, so Oh, it was still fast, but like if you were to look at that car fully, like John saw it today, there's a lot wrong with that car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one strut is basically not even connected to the chassis anymore. Oh my god. So, we're going we're going to talk about that. We already caught that on video earlier talking about it. Uh, but of course, we got to talk about it here on the show. Because that's just what makes it better for us, in my opinion. Um, your 2022 season last year, at this time, t- a year ago today, from your Snapchat memories, you were literally cutting out of the cage of your Mazda and getting ready to build your Cavalier. Yeah. Okay. So the fact that a year ago today was the year that the day that he cut out that ca- the the cage and got it ready. Um, so last year in 2022, you ran a Cavalier uh, in the bone stock division or pure stock division at Flamborough Speedway and as well traveling to Delaware, uh, Sobble, uh, Peterborough. You ran everywhere you could. Um, 
first of all, that car held up, I think, about as much as it could. Yeah. And this guy, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna message him right after the show and see if he can make up a, a um oh crap, a fictional ride for you. <laughs> and let's see. No, 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 no. Hear me out here. Because last year I've never seen a guy go through so many zip ties on a race car before. And I think we need to see a fictional ride for Alex Stewart. Uh like with a zip tie sponsor. sponsorship. <laughs> and then and if he can do it, every little crevice, like everywhere like body uh mounts together, put in like a couple <laughs> zip ties. Make it look like zip ties. Are you kidding me? That would look sick. That would that would make my day. <laughs> right after the show, I'm gonna message him and see if he can pull that off for me. Cause that would just be absolutely hysterical if we oh, yeah. didn't get you a zip tie sponsorship. And everyone like that knows me would laugh so hard at that because like <laughs> they know about it. That's the thing. We would all know, understand the background of it. Yeah. But like you I feel like you singly handily kept that company in business last year. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so let's let's talk about this. Why? Because even our friend Taylor from Taylor to you was going to give you a pack of zip ties as part of a sponsorship deal last year. And you got her good. So when she was going to deliver the cup to him, she was also going to give him a nice big pack of zip ties. (laughs) And she forgot about it when when she did it. Um, But that was, she was joking saying that's going to be her sponsorship for for, uh, Alex last year. So let's let's get into the 2022 season, Alex. You build the Cavalier. You go out there. The third night of racing, you weren't even driving the car. No. What happened? So the first, well, even the first practice day at Flamborough, we were having issues with the car overheating. We changed the ride cap twice, and it was still overheating and spewing out that cap. The third one finally fixed that issue. And then the first night, I just couldn't get any grip in the front end. So we had that issue. And then the second night of Flambro, we finally got the car somewhat competitive. And then the following weekend was my sister's wedding. So I couldn't race the Saturday. And the driver I had lined up to race it uh, planned something else that weekend. So Wade texts me. He's like, hey. Dirt's not doing anything this weekend. Can I take your car to Delaware? I'm like, oh, sweet. That'll, that'll be mint. He'll get me like a quick setup thing. And um, I have the live stream, like uh, Wade's dad live stream on like the company truck. So I'm listening to it while I'm going to the shop. And as soon as I get to the shop, all I hear is Mark say, oh, there's a car on its roof. Oh, it's Wade. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's just like, he saw that I was watching and making a joke. And then my phone starts blowing up and people are calling me and I'm like, there's no way they could elaborate this. And then I saw Haley McNichols Snapchat and I'm like, oh, the, this fully confirms that it's my car on the roof. And so what happened was Wade was, I think, running the top five on the outside for multiple apps. And then because... Some people know Cavalier rims aren't the strongest, so the center of the rim actually broke off and sent the tire over the fence and almost hit some people. 
and Wade had, had a huge impact on the passenger side and did a very slow rollover. Somehow he was thinking to turn off the car while he was flipping. So it saved the whole car. Well, the motor, but yeah. So then we both had to be at my sister's wedding the next day so we can work on the car. Come Sunday, we Wade has parts cars, as some people know. <laughs> and we had the car almost fully back together in one day, which is unreal. I, absolutely crazy. <laughs> And then going back and coming third the weekend after, I think that surprised a lot of people. Well, like you were saying earlier today, like a lot of people were writing off that car saying like, it's never going to see a track again. It's not going to, it's not worth fixing. Clearly there's no quit in y'all's team to be able to get that car back together and back on track. And again, get a podium finish the next week. Yeah. Like, Wade is unbelievable. Like, I'm so glad that Wade's given me the opportunities and has helped me throughout the last two years. It sucks, of course, this year not having him on the car because, obviously, I'm not a part of that team anymore. Not as, like, we hate each other, we're mad. It's more or less just we understand that a five-minute drive is a lot better for me than driving two hours to go to his shop. Absolutely. And you guys, and it seems like you have a good group of guys there with uh with lowball racing to um hopefully help grow how you run and how you race oh yeah like they've near the end of the season they were definitely helping me like some people know my joke of me getting riddled like there was a lot of help of getting car fixed after that too because i had to drive i drove to london to get a new subframe because it bent the subframe and like they had parts there ready for me and helping me the whole time after yeah that's it's not easy and like the fact that you guys were able it's getting harder and harder to find a lot of these parts yeah like megan you guys had the same thing with your with your sunfire even yeah Mm -hmm. you guys were having a hard time finding a subframe from what i remember and luckily you guys were able to ours came from from the states because we we couldn't find anything out here like it was wild and that's that's the thing, right? Is we gotta, I we can we can probably get into a whole debate about that, but the fact that you, like I said, the fact that you're able to go find a uh, subframe in Canada in Ontario and go pick it up, get the car back together. First of all, absolutely insane. Um, throughout the season, you had, I, you have probably had one of the in my opinion, the weirdest seasons I've ever seen a race car driver have. Yeah. You said to yourself earlier is one week you would have the car turning great, running well. Next week, you don't even touch it all week. You do nothing. You show up at the track and she she's running next to last. Mm-hmm. Um, Talk about the struggles you were having throughout the season when you had a really, really good run. You did not. You Essentially, you just nut bolt, add fuel, do whatever you need to do. And show up the next week, and you're not running up to par. What was that like for you? It, like, after the season with even the Mazda having parts failures also. But, like, you go to a track, you go well, Flambro. I went to Flambro, got my first ever win. And it was 
perfectly fine. Second race, I raced it was I think I finished top five the second race. And then I'm just like, okay, I don't have to do anything to my car. I'm here next weekend. Just put it on the trailer. I can even leave it on the trailer. Show up the next weekend and then uh, either bearing brakes, clutch pedal pops off the cable. Something always had to go wrong. It felt like then we'd fix the issues, do a couple more races, figure out my setup again. And then the 40 lapper did amazing in my mind. Coming from the back, beat up Spencer and Leo's back bumpers, and then catch up to first and second. That had a huge lead. And then the, I think it, yeah, the following weekend, I was, or it was first or second lap of the first feature, and Spencer got loose in the corner. So I'm like, oh, like Spencer's got experience behind the wheel. He should be able to save it. So I go up to save my momentum, and then he overcorrects because last season he had a oh, like always oh, a tight race car, so he's not used to loose, and hit me and evidently put me in the wall. And after that, like he felt so bad. I'm like Spencer, it's not your fault. Like we're good. Like it's you're not used to driving a very loose race car. Where some people that have watched Flambro, I can be right 90 degrees in the corner, catch and drive off like nothing ever happened. But it's it's just one thing because Wade always set up cars loose because, you know, they, like they say in, I think, I think it's Talladega Nights, loose is fast. Wrong movie. Oh, yeah, it's Days of Thunder. Yeah, it is. It? Yeah. Yep. yep. Loose is fast. Movies? Oh, I can't remember the rest of it, but someone can remember it. Oh yeah, Lo- loose is fast and on the edge. You're out, on the edge. You're out of control. Yeah, I think like that's that. something close to that. Okay. Now, now I need to go watch Days of Thunder. <laughs> Dude, I should know this. My car, my paint scheme from this year was from that movie. <laughs> exactly. You had a Russ Wheeler freaking like ride, and you were just two number shy compared to what he was. Yeah. You you almost should have gone to eighteen for the year, but um, I don't I know Megan's usually the one who likes to ask that question, but uh, want, Megan, you know where I'm going. We'll go with that. So yeah, I do. <laughs> where did you get the number sixteen? Like, what is like? Is there a significance? So the first sport I ever played in public school was soccer, and that was the number I was given. So instead of having a different number for every sport that I played, I just kept asking for 16. And for some things, it was lucky. For other things, it wasn't lucky. <laughs> for some things, as me and John were talking about, was hockey and how great that was. We can talk about it if you want. I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, maybe, maybe that would be on like a... On an episode, we just don't talk. We don't air. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, you were you, you were telling me a lot of these stories, and and you know what though, like it's good to see people kind of pick a number and stick to a number, mm-hmm. because like Meg, Megan has seventy three because of the significance of her dad, yeah. um, running that number. You have sixteen because that was the number you were given. Uh, my dumbass flipped between 25 and 32, and it depend on who my ba- favorite baseball player was that year. 
it was either Carlos Delgado and Roy Holiday, but because I became more of a pitcher instead of, I wanted to be a first baseman. Like, mm-hmm. dead ass in baseball, I wanted to be a first baseman. Don't know, don't ask me why. That's all I wanted to be. But I ended up becoming a pitcher. So my 25 as a pitcher, I'm like, mm, no. Roy Holiday was the, you know, the ace for Toronto. I was like, I need to be 32. <laughs> I still have a custom jersey that I went from 92 to 25. And then the following year, and because we got the jersey, we got those jackets and that have our number on them. Next year, mm-hmm. I went to 32. And she was all mad at my mom was all mad at me because I switched numbers. She's like, now your jacket doesn't match up with your with your this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyways, uh let, let's let's keep trucking on here. Uh we didn't even get into what I wanted to start talking about, which is fine. But let's get into it. How did you first get involved in racing? So back when even before my sister was born, which if people don't know my family, Nicole's the oldest, Eric's the middle, and I'm the youngest. My father used to help like uh, Jeff Shaw in that in the hobby division. So he's been around it. And then ever since we were born, we've been around it. So I've always been around vehicles, racing, and never lost interest and went from just sitting there watching to helping a bunch of people, even in Ontario with like, working on their cars and stuff till Wade finally gave me a chance to drive and now I'm racing. Short, sweet story. I freaking love it. <laughs> you know what? No, it is true. Like we yeah. all, everyone who gets involved in racing always has different stories mm-hmm. and some are simple and like obviously growing up in racing, it's, it's easier to be like, Oh yeah, that it's all I've known. Yeah. In reality, that's what it is for you. That's you, you grew up in it, helping the Shaws, which, by the way, are great people. Oh yeah, and god damn, dogs are going nuts outside. <clears throat> Sorry about that, guys. Um, but no, it's that's the thing, though, right? Is that mm-hmm. you? You had a simple, essentially, a simple story. Yeah. And you know what? It led you to hear you how your Wade gave you a shot. Yep. Which by the way, we're gonna jump into that now, right right now. <laughs> Two years ago, you were a rookie in the Pierre Stock division at Flamborough Speedway. How and you as you said, it was a boat of a car. <laughs> yep. It was a Mazda six. Yep. What year was it? Because it was like a 2006, 2007. Um I think 2006, I want to say. Somewhere around there, though, yeah. Okay, so how? So obviously, Wade gave you a shot, and he said, here's the here's this car. Okay, but that, that's not really the story, so. <laughs> okay, so tell car... us the story. That's the best part. <laughs> that car was actually Caitlin Wallace's and Arrow car the year prior, so... Carson Nagy drove it at Frostfest as like a kind of like a t- rough test for it and figure some stuff out with it. And it was just a gray car with a, I think it was an orange spray painted number on it. And that's how Carson ran it. And we figured out like a lot of issues with the car and then they got it fixed and Caitlin painted it black with, I think it was a pumpkin on the hood and just like bat stickers on it. And then 
I was joking with Wade when, like, after we were bringing it to the track, I'm like, ha, Scar survives the Enduro, you should let me race it next year. <laughs> and all that happened to the car in the Enduro was, I think someone, sp- or she got spun out and somebody T-boned her. So it blew the rod and just broke the bumper cover. So with Wade, he just straightened the frame a little bit and went to the scrapyard, got a new rod, new bumper cover, and basically just painted it and made it look, it looked half decent. And we, I raced it all season. Hey, that's nothing wrong with that. That's for sure. Uh, I'm going to try and see if I can find it real quick. So in, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the picture on right now up onto the screen. But uh for everyone, this is what the car was. Uh and in our calendar, I think it was probably one of the we had a calendar in twenty twenty one. I'm gonna bring it up for you guys to see. Well, where's my camera? <laughs> so for anyone who who I just showed that them what the car just so we remember what the car looked like. Um, that was probably one of the best shots we had in our calendar for the 2021 season. Yeah, like good old sideways in the corner. <laughs> like it's absolutely sideways, and I love it. Um, which by the way, we are gonna make sure we do for 2023. We are gonna have calendars. Uh, because as we talked about earlier, you are gonna return to Joe Media as a Joe Media driver in 2023. Yep, I gave you your stickers today. <laughs> So we're good with that. Yeah. <clears throat> um but yeah, it's uh that's that's a it's funny how it's you know you guys were able to get it back up and going and mm-hmm. you know you, you got your chance to race and how was that rookie season for you? Obviously you, have you ever raced anything besides besides like an indoor go-kart? No. So your first laps in this car were practice day or or race day, but on the practice side. Um, What did you learn right away? Was there anything that happened right away that you were like, I can do this, I can't do this, what do I got to do? What was your mindset going into it? Um, Not really. I think I just like slowly went faster and faster and then it started picking out and that's when like, I started talking to Wade. I'm like, hey, like it's starting to slide. He's like, yeah, like that's fine. Drive it deeper till it starts getting really loose and you can't control it. And then we'll set it up a little better. Because one thing with Wade is when he gets someone in his cars, they have to know how to correct a car that's sideways. So they essentially don't end up doing something like how Spencer did with me. But like that's, it was an accident, but yeah. yeah. Spent or Wade tries to make it so there's not really much damage on the cars. That's yeah. Uh, so he he obviously walked you through it, um, and you kept getting better and better. What did you? You ended up traveling a little bit also in 2021, right? Uh. I think just to sunset for velo- or fall velocity, solvable for the one combined four race, Delaware for the great Canadian weekend, and then autumn colors, I think. All right, so that leads me to this question here. 
because it, to me, it's always that question. I feel like people I know who go up to that track and run. What did you think of the combined four in that breakout time? What do you think of it? Oh, it's definitely like it's nice. I was using like old tires from Map Boys, and then just changing the computer with my one race room. And what there was one night that I actually came fifth. Yeah, fifth, and that's against some top mini stock cars that are just slowed down. So it's nice for some bone stocks. It's probably still a little high because you might need something else done to your car to get it to their speed, but it's still a fun weekend. It's still fun to drive. I love Sobble of how like different the track feels because every track has like a bunch of banking where Sobble doesn't really have much banking. That is flat. Yeah. And it's like, it's really good track, but it it'll be interesting to see how that bone stock race is there this year. Are you talking about the bone stock invitational that they're ho- hosting? Yep. Damn it, what day is that again? <laughs> Man, you think as the Sobble Speedway social so, guy. So, yeah. You think you'd, I would think remember this stuff? got the schedule coming up right now on july 14th july 14th so just just as the oh that would be might be pretty good to show up for (laughs) well on the 14th they have the pure stock invitational 50 laps uh saturday's apc is it not no saturday's the monster truck show oh okay yeah yeah so we got a monster truck show on the su- on the Saturday, monster truck show on the Sunday. Uh, you're you're thinking the dash for Probably cash? The... Oh, okay, yeah. Which is Wednesday, August second, and that is seven hundred fifty dollars to win for forty laps, and then mm-hmm. that Saturday's the APC race. Okay, yeah. See, you think I'd remember this stuff, and I I should really get on it and remembering what I'm doing. <laughs> So not having a look up in the middle of an interview like this. You need to schedule like behind your computer screen. I, on the wall or something. I can't anymore. That's a problem. <laughs> or today I, I, just have it beside you or something. I'll show you guys why afterwards. <clears throat> because some people know. Oh, Jesus. My mic just tipped on me there. Uh, I have a fish tank right to my right. Mm. I have my computer here. I got my PS4 that pretty much is just a paperweight at this point i don't get a chance to play very much i have a blank space like two feet three feet to my left here so like if i gotta do this i mean to be fair we get to see the awesome joe media shirt a lot better but i can't put it above me because i got a um the uh jesus the shelving style thing here Mm. it runs right in front of me as well so i only have a gap of about three inches because of my speaker that's on the wall just stick it on the fish bank then i don't, don't get it i don't get <laughs> my kids honestly my kids would absolutely be upset if they can't see big red <laughs> they already lost blue and when i had to tell them my my six-year-old had a complete like probably need to put him in therapy over that one <laughs> but he was he was so upset 
So we're down to one fish. I don't want to do that to the fish. Um, but yeah, I need to. The only thing that keeps coming back in my mind is August 12th going to Brighton. Mm. And now I need to probably reschedule that. <laughs> yeah. So we'll figure that one out. Um, I want to get into our fan question period. Okay. As you saw earlier today and a couple days ago, we put out there that you were joining our, us on the program this week and everyone had a chance to submit questions. We got a few of them. Are you ready to answer them? Yep. Megan, <laughs> take it away. Okay. William underscore Trillium said, what are you most looking forward to this season? Um, What I'm looking forward to this season is obviously like the big races. For me, I like the longer races. I like doing like 40, 50 laps. Those are fun. And uh, I think getting in like my bone stock into the mini stock races will be f- fun. Okay. Are you like, I'm curious now, are you doing like, if you're at Flambro, are you going to run it in both divisions? Like, I don't even know if you have that time. <laughs> it, it depends. It, yeah, it depends really how they schedule today. If there's like four classes and bone stocks are say first and then mini stocks are last, mm-hmm. they might have enough time to change everything over, but I'll probably just stick to bone stock. Yeah. So that'd be a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Jess H said, How many zip how many zip ties do you keep in your truck on race day? Um, so that's actually a funny story because one time I was at Delaware, she stepped on, I think it was her sister's car and it broke part of the bumper off. And they're like, oh, we need like a small zip. I'm like, what color do you want? Red, blue, green? <laughs> and they're like, what? Well, normally I have like one bigger sized bag of zip ties. And then I've got a bunch of like random loose ones all around my truck. Uh, is it? I've never known how to say his last name. Nathan Detweiler. Yeah, Detweiler. Okay, he said, "Are you stocked up on orange duct tape?" No, but I will be shortly. You will have to My girlfriend's back there. I think. <laughs> and then the last two are both from Brady. He said, "Have you gotten a zip tie sponsorship yet?" No, but I I should probably get one. In the works. And then he said, who's going to rep the cowboy hat the best? Okay, so no one knows this yet. And I'll put this out here now. <laughs> Me, Cam, and Brady are all getting cowboy hats that say boner stonks. Oh, God. <laughs> a joke for us. And then I'm also getting one that says, like, Ontario bone stock beer stocks. And I'm going to try to get all the drivers to either A, wear it, B, sign it, or all three. I guess all two. <laughs> so, yeah. Haley, yeah, Haley McNichols on, like, trying to make the hat right now. So they should be here for race season because I'm traveling everywhere. I'm going to try to get all of the drivers in Ontario bone stocks to take for- Take a photo with it on, sign it. That'd be cool to see. <laughs> so Megan, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and tell Rachel and Chase. Oh my God. I think that was all the questions. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> yep, that was all the questions. Uh, thank you everyone for submitting their questions and make sure you guys tune in every Sunday to find out who our guests will be. Actually, we've been releasing that a couple days early. Um, get your questions in. We will take them private message on the comments. Uh, please try to keep it to the original uh, to the original page so that way I'm not chasing them all around at like 7.30 at night on a Sunday um, trying to find them or wasting almost half an hour of the show making sure I got everything before even Megan and I jump on. Uh I need to really put a time limit on that. <laughs> I'm going to check really quick to make sure there's no more. Cause I'm kind of, here's the thing is like, I'm There's, there's a few surprises I've had. I was going to say, I thought Cam had one. He never submitted one. I thought I, I saw. On, I no, it was I, on Instagram. I did see yeah. him comment. Hold on. Wait a minute. Maybe, maybe back here. <clears throat> there it is. Found it. Say, I why, you had one. why does your bumper cover fall off almost every race so at the start of the season I had like the stock bumper foam and then I went to Varney so the, yeah at Varney there was a pile up in 3 and 4 and I was involved in it and it exploded the foam and ripped off the bumper cover and if people go onto my actual Facebook, or I guess Austin Etzel's Facebook, there's a photo of Austin without his bumper cover and me without my bumper cover running first and third. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone was in that pileup, and it was just a mess. And then, obviously, I just never got any bumper foam to put back in there, and I just kind of continued to zip tie my bumper on, so it wasn't really held on great. <laughs> Our uh, our next one here, it comes from Laval2525. Why are you such a hack? Well, you know this. I'm not the hack. Cam's the hack. You're absolutely correct. He is a hack. Now he's going to go out there and win the championship this year. Come on. No, he's not. <laughs> He'll get eight wins this year and still not get it. <laughs> Oh boy, already talking the smack early. I'm loving oh, yeah. it. Uh for anyone who doesn't know, Alex and Cam, they are the two biggest guys you'll ever meet who just rip on each other. Oh yeah. Like it, it is absolutely crazy just sitting there and just like, what the hell are you guys doing? And they'll talk as if they hate each other. I'll be honest, there's some comments I see on Facebook that I'm like, are these guys even friends? Like, <laughs> I've, I've only was... made Cam mad once. <laughs> and the, oh, oh, what night was, oh, that was the 40 lapper when we were doing like the group qualifying. I pushed Leo a little too far in the corner and hit Cam <laughs> and blew his tire. Mm. Which, in my defense, if it was anyone else's car, it would have been fine. Our Leo was driving has been through hell and back, to say the least. And it's sharp everywhere. And how Cam took justice was he stole my spare tire out of my truck. So he stole like a spare tire for my race car out of my truck. And he's like, I'm keeping this. This is mine now. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, boy. Um, 
So that's that's officially all our fan questions for this week. Uh, again, we want to thank Alex for answering those awesome questions. Keep them coming in. Make sure you guys find out two days, a day, the day of, who our guests will be that week, and get your questions in. Submit them. Uh, th- I'll always love this segment because you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> like it's it's like that old adage from from Forrest Gump. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. Exactly. Um, we're gonna get you out of here pretty soon, here, Alex, because yeah, it's, it's we've had a we've had a I think we've both had a long day. Um, you guys had a great eating today at the Alora Mill, Laura Gorge. Laura Gorge. Okay. I need to go. If it's food's as good as you said it was, I need to go. Um, because I I don't know I like little hole in the wall stuff. Is it like a little hole in the wall? It's pretty well known like around area. this area. Yeah. But like it's not that big of a name. There it is. Perfect. That's the sign me up. Just like go every time I go to Niagara Falls. Last night, my friends, we literally looked at each other and was like, okay, hey, do we want to go to we got there. We were like, Do we want to go to Burger King? Do we want to go to Wendy's? Do we want to go to Boston Pizza? And then Jackson looked at me and goes, Do you want to go to Boston Pizza or do you want Antica Pizza? N- Here's the thing. If I go to the falls, without a doubt, you suggest Antica Pizza. I'm already halfway there. I, no doubt in my mind, I will never, ever, 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 ever turn down a visit to Antica Pizza. It is a staple of Niagara Falls. It's right across the street from the go-kart, right at the top of Clifton Hill. And it is some of the best wood oven pizza you'll ever eat in your life. I can promise you that. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Should we sh- share the story of how I got kicked out of Hamilton and our go-karts for life? We can. <laughs> so We there's... can if you're up for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was me... Sam, uh, Brady Cox, uh, Connor Ross, Adam Ross, and Wade Thorne. We were all there for uh, Nighthawk, which that's what we normally do. Wade takes, or me and Cam enter the first corner, which is a hairpin corner. Wade takes me and Cam out, so we're both like spun out in the hairpin. Wade and Connor Ross get past. And his dad stops, and Brady didn't have enough brakes, so he tried to use the wall to stop him. And he got squished in between the wall and Adam Ross, and it flipped his card over. <laughs> and all you see, all I saw was Brady going by, like swinging, trying to grab his shoe because it was passing him. <laughs> and yeah, they didn't, they didn't like that, but we were all sitting there dying laughing. <laughs> Oh no. And then we're like, oh, like they let us do the last race, so maybe they're not that mad, like whatever. Yeah. And then the Thursday after that happened, I get an email saying, like, hey, the owner didn't really like that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm uh, thanks for all your service and stuff throughout the past five years or whatever we've been going. And they're like, but yeah, you guys aren't allowed back. Oh my god. 
But we did learn we can flip a go-kart if we try hard enough. <laughs> Sounds like you guys weren't even trying. It was just an accident that just... <laughs> that part wasn't... Like, that one was an accident, but there's been times like me and Wade have gone there. It's like a big straight right into a hairpin. So yeah. One time I was passing Wade and I like door slammed him and he was on the inside of me and he looks at me, takes his hand off the steering wheel and just drills me. We're both on like our sides, almost flipped over. Jesus. We both land, look at each other and start laughing. <laughs> and then there's there was another time that uh, Wade and Cam went into the corner. Cam was on Wade's outside and did basically the same thing, but I was behind them and drove right into them. There's a, a photo on Facebook of my knee of the aftermath of what happened. Wade ended up landing on my knee. Oh, jeez. It hurt. It, it was a good one because my knee hurt instantly. Like there was no adrenaline rush. It was just straight pain. Pain. Jesus Christ. It was a good time. Uh, clearly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I remember like we said, we can't that. crash each other during race season because it's all the same <laughs> team, so we got to do it at go-karting. Megan, you have something you want to say there? I was just going to say, I remember seeing that picture of your leg, and I'm like, how How do you even make that happen? Like, <laughs> um, three, te- or three people from the same team that don't want to destroy their actual race cars. <laughs> Makes there was sense. one night that we put Jillian Hills on the tire wall. She hit like a post and fucked back on the track and kept going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? See, now I'm afraid to ever go go-karting with these guys. Because <laughs> like, I don't want to be kicked out of places. Like I, I had a great place down here that I could go to at 401 Mini Indy. And unfortunately, they closed because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But like, that was some of the best racing, go-kart racing I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Between myself, Ken, and Michael Kenny and RJ, some of the best go kart racing I've ever done. Now I'm afraid to go anywhere with any racing people, because <laughs> if there's a chance I'm getting kicked out, I do not want to be a part of that party. <laughs> now, now I would say I would rent out. I want to rent out like a fun little. No one destroying carts, <laughs> but that's the most fun. No, it's not. Actually, to be fair, there's a place down in Mississauga here. It's got like a kilometer long go kart track, and the problem is you have to pay a ticket each time you go. Oh, they so have to stop, give them a ticket, kind of like making like the one we did in Niagara. So, like awesome. you don't, you don't get to race. You get to run a lap, and then like, and then you got to pay a ticket. So like, if you're like, let's say like Megan and myself are having a really good battle, all of a sudden you get funneled down. And then you got to go single file through this area. I just don't stop. I'm holding my ticket out already. I'm like, I was going to say, I'd just be throwing the ticket. I know. I was like, here's 10 laps. Let me go by. I'm just going <laughs> to run it through here. But like, that's the thing is like, I, I don't know. Those places, they have some decent carts. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is I don't want to. If I'm, I'm going to give you 10 tickets. Give me a lane to go down where I'm not going to get into in, into anyone. Mm-hmm. You see me, stay out of my way. Yeah. Which, by the way, there's a place actually that, that same place I'm talking about that was in Mississauga that you have to pay a ticket to. They almost didn't let me use my race helmet. What? Because <laughs> they've never seen someone come in with their own race helmet. Hmm. 
and so they're like oh is it dot i'm like yeah it's like a it's a legit race helmet it's race quip like yeah and they're like oh sorry it's not dot or it doesn't have the dot tag on i'm like so i went in i told them like oh can i get a hairnet please they're like yeah i'm like is everything okay i was like yeah yeah i'm like i just got told i'm not allowed to use my helmet and she's like what so i'm like and i showed the manager like my helmet like right there and she's like oh you're allowed to wear that and i'm like it's a legit race helmet like so they go back out there and I, and I just said, I'm like, guys, like I didn't say anything. Like I was just literally just grabbing a hairnet. And I was going to grab another helmet. Like I just told her, I'm like, they said that wasn't allowed to. So they're like, oh no, no, you're allowed to. Like it's, that's a legit like race helmet. <laughs> like, yeah. but they don't normally, they usually get guys coming in with like their motorcycle helmets and stuff. Yeah. Not with an actual, not with an actual race helmet. They're not like us with our race helmet, tons of devices, race gloves. That was the funny part. I want to find out who it was that we ran into now. Because there was one night we went to, it was, uh, we ran into a team from Sunset Speedway at 401 Mini Indy. There was Michael Kenny, myself, and RJ. And there's this group of guys who ran Sunset. Like, we never got to talking who they were and stuff like that. There's a group of guys there that say they run Sunset Speedway. And they were trying to figure out between the three of us, because we all had our own helmets, who was the racer. <laughs> and you want to know the funniest part about it is? They picked my dumbass. Out of Michael Kenny and RJ. I'm like, why do you guys think I'm the one who races? They're like, because you got a vent on your helmet. Oh my god. Because RJ's first helmet that he got was had a was a impact helmet and it had the the uh the hose inlet on the <coughs> on the roof. Mm. So yeah, I don't I want to fi- figure out if I can find out who these guys were or if they even remember that situation. There was about like five of them. So I'm going to put that out there this week on my own personal page on Facebook and see if we can figure this out. Because now that I'm more involved in racing like this. Yeah. And it just, it just clued into me that like that happened. (laughs) So we've had that happen at Hamilton Ender a couple of times where we'd be done go-karting and you'd see the next group of racers coming. (laughs) You'd be like, Hey, what's up? (laughs) But down there, you would know a lot of the same people. Oh yeah, because it's either it's either or Oshwigan. Yeah, it's like you're gonna run into people you know. Oh yeah, but yeah, four women Andy, no clue who they were. There was a group of about five of them. So if anyone's listening who may have a recollection of this, this was 2018. It was August of 2018. <laughs> That's bad that I remember that, but um. Alex, we want to appreciate you for coming on the show. Uh, we're going to have to get you back on again because we are. I think we are. I think we scheduled it. We scheduled it. I think we said you're going to come back on for a Thorn Racing episode. Okay. I think. You're going to have to talk to Wade about that. I'll tell him I'm going on no matter what. Perfect. <laughs> so you're coming back on in. Let me see if I can bring it up here real quick. I don't know. I it's right there. One. <laughs> I'm literally looking at the wrong one. <laughs> oh, even the wrong guest list. Jesus Christ. 
Where is it? Oh, there it is. We got you, Thorn Racing coming on May 14th. May 14th. May 14th. So, better circle that on your calendar. Because <laughs> we got we're going to have a good group of you guys coming on. But for right now, Alex, we're going to let you get going here in just a second. But right now, we like to open up the floor to you to thank anyone, your sponsors, your family, your girlfriend, your dog, your kitten from five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> anyone you want to thank for getting you uh, started in racing, uh, who's helped you through racing, got you introduced. You got the floor for the next couple of minutes. Go ahead. I don't have my list like I did at the shop. Thank everyone. <laughs> so obviously, like I have to thank Wade and Mark Bourne because they're the ones that got me into the car, obviously. And I got to thank like Lance and all of them at Lowball Racing for continuing to help me through racing. Obviously, my girlfriend that's hiding back there for supporting me through everything, even though she's scared I'm going to die somehow. <laughs> um, Got to thank Haley because without uh, that, I probably wouldn't have a truck right now for racing. And I've got to thank uh, Tailed Cut, CM Precision, Two Speed Motorsports, The Hammer, Red Chevron Club, Merce Auto Detailing, um, Jomo Media, of course, finally having me. Uh, Stickers and Scuffs, podcast that I was on before here, because oh. apparently I'm loved more. <laughs> and um, I don't know when. Oh, uh, Miles Ahead Sports Fishing. Uh, Mark Etzel yeah, Stables, Cam Spires, um, Steel City Customs, and whatever sponsors come on after, of course. And, and, yeah. and of course, my parents, because, well, without them, I probably wouldn't have even thought of racing. So, yeah. Oh, you got to give a big shout out to your girlfriend there for coming in clutch with your list of sponsors. Did you notice that? <laughs> oh, I can tell. Yeah. I'll see as this just... it up with their laptop and shoves, shoves it over to me. It's the way you peeked over to the right. I... Yeah, oh, God. My girlfriend's amazing. She knows I don't remember anything, so she has to bring it for me. <laughs> well, she's definitely the real MVP here tonight. Alex, we want to appreciate you for coming on. We're going to get you back on again. Uh, maybe we'll try and get you on at the end of the year this year. Uh, right. talk about your season and uh, yeah, man, thank you for coming on the True North Race podcast this week. Thanks for having me. Well, you have yourself a good night. All right. You too. All right. Bye now. Bye. And we're back from our uh, conversation with the Alex Stewart. We want to thank Alex for joining us this week, as always. Um. We had a great conversation with him. I feel like we did what we usually do, and that's jump around a lot. Because I feel like there's stuff I may have left out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay, because like I said in the show, we are going to get him back on. We are going to bring him back in with the Thorn Racing stuff, as well as um, hopefully in an episode near the end of the season uh, to talk about his year. Because again, new car, new issues, and talk to him and see what, what's going on there. How, how, how the whole thing with low ball racing is going, how his car is doing and stuff like that. It's going to be great to talk about. Um, 
So a couple things I want to talk about prior. We just literally, we just talked about it off camera. I know it's, it's, it's so weird that I tell you this and then like, <laughs> this is what I'm going to talk about. And then I, we have a conversation about it. And then we literally come on air and we talk about it again. It's, it's, mm-hmm. I almost need to say, we need to both need to make a list of what we want to talk about. Don't tell anyone and just bring it up. Yeah. Even like when we're off, not recording, we just need to do that just to, and just just to see what happens because i'm bad for telling you stuff and then like oh yeah this is what we're gonna do this is what i'm thinking da, da, da. Uh, so megan did you know that <laughs> no john i had no, no idea no i had no idea not like you just told me two minutes ago so our uh it was it was awesome last night because i think like i've said earlier earlier in the show in our opening was that taylor and myself we hung out last night uh, with our significant others, it was a great double date. <laughs> but we talked, it was funny because we did talk a lot of business because she runs Tailored to You, which again does our a lot of our uh print stuff, all of our design stuff. Um, so for her, we don't the problem is, is we we do a lot of talking and we don't get a lot of chance to see each other. Mm-hmm. Um, because our lives are so different and so busy right now. Like with me, with, with all this stuff, with Sobble, with rate, with CVMs, with, um, Joe media, it, it's a lot to cover. And of course a, a day job on top of that, it mm-hmm. is really a lot to cover in, in, in one week. And, you know, I'm putting in 80 to 90 hours a week sometimes of work because there's times I've come home and, and I know Jacqueline's can attest to this and, and, I've told you guys this is that I'll come home and I'll work. I'll work an eight hour day at work and I'll be gone for 10 hours because of driving and stuff like that. I'll come home and I'll work another 10 hours. I'll work another eight hours. I'll like the, the, the days never stop. Like tonight, like we're, we're, it's 10 o'clock already. I'll probably going to get the video done for this tonight. Start getting Mm -hmm. it uploaded. Then tomorrow I got to do a whole write up. Get it set up for the so get it set up for social media. I and I still got solve stuff. I got CVM stuff. I got like my brain never stops. Mm-mm. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with it because it keeps the demons at bay. So I don't know about you, but I felt like this light just started dimming. I can tell. So, but I'm glad. <laughs> So a couple of weeks ago, guys, I think I talked about, I think I talked about it here. I did talk about it here. So a few weeks ago, Jack and I, we ended up at a, a psychic fair with Megan and Caitlin and Rachel. And I picked up a cart for anyone who who's hadn't, hadn't uh, heard the story before. I picked up a cart and said, this is a, a, a message from the other side. The message said to play tricks on you. Sometimes I play with the lights. I said that's not true. And the other night, I'm in my room, uh, and I'm sorry, not my room, but my kids' room, and I'm putting away their laundry while they're gone. And all of a sudden, one of these lights that hadn't worked in a long time, and like it was plugged in because I started using it again because it miraculously started working. It was pointed right at me and started flashing. And turning on and off 
I immediately walked over and said, that's enough of that. And I unplugged it. <laughs> and I felt like it. that one just dimmed again. You're done. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> so I, Jacqueline and I have joked about it and, and, and had some fun with it. Being like, I, I literally just like, mom, stop it. Let's, <laughs> like, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> but watch this. This one just like dim out on me. That's oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. We're done. We're done. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, so again, we're, I love how we just, I went around the circle here. So a mm-hmm. couple of things Taylor and I talked about is we're, we're, we're both in to do this car show and we may look at doing a Santa Claus parade this year. So one of our Joe media drivers, uh, given how the season goes for them, uh, in regards to how their car ends up after we may put out there saying looking for a car who might want to be in a Santa Claus parade. <clears throat> don't know which one yet. Uh, probably like Orangeville or something. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. Uh, it'll be a, a joint adventure between Taylor to you and myself. And uh, who doesn't love seeing a race car in a Santa Claus parade? Right. I know, I know, we're like nine months out from 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 the big guy coming back again, but like, you got to get the ball rolling rolling early, right? Exactly. So that that maybe is something that we're gonna look at. Um, we are gonna look at it and see what we can do and see who would like to. One of our drivers would like to put their car in for the uh, for the show. <laughs> uh, that was the other thing we talked about at Joe Media Car Show. Um, I've talked about it before here. It's one of the things that's I've been wanting to do because again, it's I want to try to help create value in return for sponsors. Mm-hmm. So if I can help that, then where could this go? Right. We I would love to see a car show. I would love to invite the get a stage even get the guys from stickers and scuff get the worldwide of motorsports racing it out get a couple a few of these uh get adam and clinton from g-force mm-hmm. to do a, and all of us do separate live recordings of our shows right on like right in the grounds yeah cool. doing do an hour of race rival race chat mm-hmm. 30 minutes later we got an hour of racing it out an hour later we got and get them to bring their own guests in and just have a blast food trucks some games i don't know freaking just be a fun day just to hang out have uh obviously get it out there to the to people get their sponsors to come out set up a booth you know that's that's the whole premise so that may be 2025 that'll likely be a 2025 thing but we'll see what happens um we're gonna get out of here i know you guys are tired of listening to us talk um especially me and i know i've been doing a lot of the talking tonight i'm sorry uh megan heading back to work tomorrow right yeah be excited to go back to work oh always (laughs) i think i need a little more enthusiasm than that (laughs) I don't I didn't I don't believe that you're excited to go back to work on that one. 
I honestly love my job, but like, you know, some days if I could just stay home. Yeah. I would. <laughs> I I believe I I feel that because like. I would love to just, you know, sit down and, and do all this stuff all day or in your guys' case, you guys have three race cars. So, I mean, yeah, a lot of wake stuff. up in the morning, to her, go have a nice bowl of Wheaties, go out <laughs> to the garage, start wrenching away. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I really feel like Harry Hogged, Harry Hyde from <laughs> uh, uh, Days of Thunder there, which mm-hmm. I'm kind of disappointed in Alex that he... You forgot where that line came from. Kind of disappointed mm-hmm. in him. Let's see if we can make it up later, especially with that Russ Wheeler throwback scheme. <laughs> Should have watched it a few more times, Alex. Um, <laughs> Megan, we'll probably we hopefully we'll see you on Sunday at Motorama. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Because uh, we have a good buddy of ours showing up this weekend. Did he reach out to you? Nobody, nobody reached out oh. to me, so I don't think so. Uh, I reached out to you. Thank you very much. Fair. Fact. <laughs> I did reach out and I talked to you. <laughs> Forget about me. <laughs> My bad. Jory. Pardon? Jory. Oh, I haven't talked to him in a long time. Yeah, Which he asked if we were going to Motorama. Bad. That's why I asked you. Okay. Yeah, let's see if I can find him real quick. There he is. Uh, Saturday he's going. <laughs> well then. Drive to Brampton. I'll drive you over. <clears throat> All right. I just feel bad because my mom really wants to go. Yeah. And like, I don't know if she can get rid of her Saturday shit. <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, because that Jory, I haven't seen Jory since uh, since the end of 2021. I think I want to I really hope it wasn't that long ago. But it may have been 2021 at the Corn Roast. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad I haven't seen him since. Like I'm hoping I'm you know I'm hoping to run into him. We're hopefully going to plan something, which means that I'm going to create hopefully make content with him mm-hmm. uh, about lift the visor. Um, there there's lots going on in Motorama. We got Taylor to you. There's going to be a whole man. Yeah. Okay. So uh, before we get well, I get where we got I got a story to tell you. <laughs> So I had someone met had me on Snapchat this week. Gotta be honest, had no clue who it was. <laughs> All his name was it said Rod. <laughs> Didn't think anything of it because I was like, I don't add anyone. Like, you could like you. you <laughs> hell, we didn't have each other until uh, Kaylin created a, a snap or Snapchat group. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like I don't add people to Snapchat. I have like 13 people that I really like that are on here that really like maybe I talk to. Mm-hmm. But like most of us, like you, Feeney, uh, Jacqueline, like that's pretty much it. That's all I communicate with every day. Um, and Taylor, obviously. There's like a few people, that's it. Like mm-hmm. no more than a handful. And so like people add like random like 
quick ad, quick ad. I'm like, I don't know that person. I don't know that person. Rod, I'm like, <laughs> sure, it's a dude. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, if I forget a, if I get an ad from a girl, I don't, I just delete it. Yeah. But like, if it's a dude, I'm like, whatever, click. <laughs> and then Rodney, so we figured out today it was Rodney Rutherford. Oh my God. Okay. So he sent me a picture. And I said, whose CVM is that? And he tell it was a CVM. And he goes, and after I sent it, I was like, who had a CVM? Like, it's either Joe Arsenal's or it's Ronnie's. And I'm like sitting here trying to figure out whose car it is. I'm like, did Ronnie sell his car? No, he wouldn't sell his car. He likes to run in the CVMs. Is it Joe's <laughs> car? I know Joe run, want us to run like a part-time schedule or something like that. So they may have sold it. Then Jacqueline's like, Rodney Rutherford? I'm like, no. So I felt like a complete idiot. So I'm like, whose CVM is that? And then he mentioned like mine, LOL. I'm like, sorry. I'm like, sorry, Rodney. Didn't realize it was you. Oh my God. Oh yeah, I felt like an idiot. Sorry, Rodney. I didn't realize it was you, buddy, who was who added me on Snapchat. <laughs> Because it was just a quick ad thing. It wasn't even like, yeah. it didn't tell me I had mutual friends or anything like that. So I'm like, I don't know who it is, but let's, <laughs> might be someone from the racing community. I don't know. Literally. I honestly add people too like that. And I'm like, I'm just going to assume you're somebody from racing. So like, <laughs> sure. And their story comes up. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know I'm, them. I don't know exactly who you are, to be <laughs> honest. Like, I'm going to delete it. So then what really also confirmed it today was the fact that Ronnie shared the exact same photo he sent me mm-hmm. onto his personal Facebook page. Right. So I was like, fuck. <sighs> now I'm a big idiot because I didn't know who was. Whoops. <laughs> well, Megan, as always, it's been fun. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Where can they find you on social media? Um... Instagram is mrc.racing.73. TikTok is just straight mrcracing73. And Facebook is just mrcracing. Awesome. Well, you guys can find Joe Media on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Joe Media. Uh, Once again, we want to thank Alex for joining us this week. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, and just to stay up to date on all the latest content coming to you from Joe Media. I'm John Morrison, or for Megan Mitchell, I'm John Morrison. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye now. Peace out.